0: For joining us for this next episode of Planting Wealth Podcast, I really appreciate it. My name is Stephen Allred. I am the CEO or founder because I don't like the title CEO of Ignite Financial. And our goal with Ignite is just to help young people, millennials, Gen Y, even Gen X, really get a grasp on their money from a behavioral standpoint as well as just putting together the X's and O's to develop a strategy so that you can become financially free or achieve your financial goals. So today's episode, I want to talk about curbing lifestyle inflation. I just wrote an article or guest posted an article on the optimistic millennial. You guys should go check that website out. It's pretty awesome. They just did an interview with the founder of Elite Daily, I believe, which I'm really impressed that they were able to get uh, that kind of star power into such a young brand. But I wrote a article on lifestyle inflation. And so today I just want to talk about how to curb it. Lifestyle inflation is the phenomena <laughs> known as, hey, I made $2,000 in extra income this month. And I didn't save $2,000 extra than I normally save. So where did that money go? Did it grow legs? Did it walk out of my bank account? What happened to it? And that's a problem that a lot of young people have and it's because they get raises or they get bonuses or they get really high tax refunds, which that's a whole different topic, but they get tax refunds that they don't keep track of and they don't have a plan for the money. Well, they have a plan, but they have a plan to spend the money, not to use the money to help bring about their financial goals. So I'm going to talk about how to like curb that problem because that problem can last for your entire lifetime. There are tons of people who make a lot of money and still live paycheck to paycheck, regardless of income. I remember at a firm I used to work at couples income got cut in half, but they still made a very, 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 very large amount of money. But because of lifestyle inflation, They weren't able to manage their expenses because it's the equivalent of going from $60,000 to $30,000 except at a factor of whatever. And so they had a lot of struggles trying to pare down their expenses because it had inflated with the more money that they made. And this is something that happens all the time. No matter what income or age you're at, if you don't track your expenses and have a plan for your money, it will always grow to meet your income. Your expenses will always grow to meet your income. If you make $2,400 a month, somehow you will spend at least $2,400 a month. Very few people are able to make $2,400 and spend 1000 and not have a plan in place of what to do. And that's where that concept of pay yourself first comes from. It comes from if your income is always going to be near your expenses, if not your expenses exceeding your income, well, you have to figure out how much you need for your bills how much you need for your for your normal baseline lifestyle, then you have to pay yourself immediately once you get your paycheck. And then with what's left over, you can proceed to spend the money or buy a TV or buy new clothes or things of that sort. The problem in that lies of where or how do you pay yourself first? A lot of people perceive that Setting up automatic transfers and getting apps hooked up to your bank account and making sure that you're investing and saving at the rate that you need to be to reach your financial goals. They assume that it's a hard, hard concept, but it's not. There are apps out there like Digit who go in and examine your spending for a few weeks and then they say, oh, well, this person won't miss five bucks here or ten bucks there or 20 bucks here or 100 bucks there and yeah you may be thinking well I would miss 100 bucks but you really wouldn't and that's probably why this podcast will resonate with you because you think you'll miss 100 bucks because you don't have 100 bucks at the end of the month but lifestyle inflation could be taking up all 100 dollars if not more than that and so you actually could have 150 dollars that you wouldn't necessarily quote-unquote miss but you are finding ways to spend it nevertheless and so automating and paying yourself first is one way to curb lifestyle inflation. Creating a budget that deals with percentages instead of dollar amounts is a good way to curb lifestyle inflation. It'll, it'll still inflate your lifestyle a little bit, but as long as you have a line item that says saving and another line item that says investments, then you will be able to curb that lifestyle inflation. And why would you do percentages instead of income or instead of actual dollar numbers, well, let's say you make $3,000 a month and you have budgeted that you will save $1,000. Well, if your income goes up to 3,500, you're gonna spend that 500 and you won't spend it in a percentage allocation of $1,000 that you had already put towards saving. What'll probably happen is that you'll make an extra 500 and your savings will still say at $1,000 a month. Well, when you do it as a percentage of income, then we're really talking. $1,000 out of 3000 is about 33.333%. So if you are to do it by percentages, if your income were to go up to 3500 per month, then your savings account should correspond with that. So it should go up to... And if it goes up even more to $4,000, then your savings should be $1,333.33. So you see how it's ratcheting up as you're making more money? That's another way to curb lifestyle inflation because as you make more money, you will also spend more money, but you'll spend it in kind of a... Correspondent to what you are increasing your salary as. So when you go in for a raise, or if you were to get a huge tax refund, let's say you get your tax refund in the end of April, or actually let's for round numbers, let's say you get a tax refund at the beginning of May. Let's say you get a tax refund of $2,500 and you're making $3,000 a month just for. Easy numbers. What you should do is you should budget as if you made $5,500 for the month of May. That way, when it comes to how much you are putting in your savings account, it'll be $1, 30, Sorry, $1,833.15. And then the next month, when you go back to making just three grand, you're saving $1,000 even. So you see how it should ratchet up and down? that is a good way to manage lifestyle inflation. So if you want to learn more about it, you can go to my website at plantingwealth.com. That's where the blogging arm of Ignite Financial exists. Or you can go to the post at optimisticmillennial.com. And both of these sites will tell you a little bit more about how to manage lifestyle inflation and actually explain what it really is and dive deeper into the behavioral aspects of it. All right, guys, I want to thank you all for joining us for this episode of Planting Wealth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and that you learned a little bit more, a little bit more about how you can save more and invest more without actually doing more work. Automate your finances.